item. Up to four large items can be picked up per appointment. Check your email for a confirmation with all your appointment details. Set those approved items out after 4 p.m. the day before your appointment and no later than 6 a.m. the day of your appointment. Approved items will be collected on the day of your appointment and appointments can be made up to once per week. We are the Childhood Lead Poisoning Prevention Program at the Louisville Metro Health and Wellness. Lead is a naturally occurring metal that has profound effects on human beings, especially young children. When people are exposed to this, it's a, the equivalent of experiencing a traumatic brain injury. So we should all hope to do something about this. If you find a lead hazard in your home, fix it. If you don't know if you have a lead hazard in your home, find out. If you don't know what to do, call the health department. Marty Carter will certainly help you know what you should be doing. This is a lead test that we pass out within our program. You can take this home and use it on any surface in your house. This does require white vinegar to activate the ingredient. So you just fill this up with vinegar to the line. Okay. There's a line right here. Okay. The substance that's in this bottle is non-toxic. So if someone should ingest it, you know that it's not gonna hurt them. You don't want them to do that, but sometimes you find yourself children put everything in their mouth, so you have to watch your child while you're doing this. You wanna put that top on there securely and give this a shake, shake, shake. So this is one that we hand out. There are other lead testers you can get on the market. These are essentially one use. That's the problem with these. They come with two capsules in there. You break the lower end, then you break the top end. As soon as you use this and it detects lead, you can't use it anywhere else. However, this spray bottle, uh, once you add it with vinegar, you do the mix up, this is good to use for an hour and you can go around and you can test multiple surfaces. This came off of a house, I think on, on Broadway that Brian is testing and we'll just give that a quick test and you can see that it's already turning pink. It can be inhaled, swallowed, we can absorb it through our skin. It enters into our environments in the form of dust, chipping and peeling paint, and in some cases, lead can be present in water. This came off of a front porch over in the Highlands. And you'll see on the front, we're not getting any indication, but if you can look closely on the side, you'll start seeing some pink on the edges. A lot of homes will have lead paint that is covered up with other non-lead material. So when you see chipping and peeling, you need to test whatever's underneath and you get down to that substrate. You can see here how it's coming through the back and then this is turning bright pink. Just a good reminder. Please help us to help you help your children. The mission of Louisville MSD is ensuring safe, clean waterways through innovative sewer and wastewater treatment. But our work doesn't stop there. The MSD Clarity Program is our initiative to reduce odors that naturally occur when sewage and other materials break down. While we can't stop all of these odors, we can better manage them with your help. If you ever experience sewer odors, let us know by calling 502-540-6000 or by visiting louisvillemsd.org odor. Together, we can clear the air. My name is Antoine Moss and I am a PACA driver for the Louisville Metro government's solid waste management department. What makes me a good driver is I'm patient, safety is key. I'm always aware of where my tipples are at all times. I'm basically an extra set of eyes and ears for them. Being a good public serviceman, just as well as like the fire department, police department, or any other. It's just a good place to work. If you're looking for a long-term career, kind of like push myself to want to learn how to drive and become a driver. It's room and growth for multiple opportunities and I really enjoy it. I'll be doing this for the next 20 to 25 years. My name is James Wilkins. Go! 
I've been serving people since 1983. All right, you're in slide, baby? We do everything from helping the buses across the street get in and out of schools, helping cars get in and out of schools, and the pedestrians. I've been doing it for four years. I'm a people person. And I talk to people, and little kids look up to me. And the families, they get to know me more and better, and they look forward to seeing me. The need for this job is to be sure that the kids can get across the street safely. When I'm out here, I tell the kids to stay back off the road and to wait until I tell them to cross safely. They do not move across the street until I bring them across. You come across? I just love serving people and helping people out. We are about to launch our large item pickup by appointment system, which is going to be a big change. With our current system, you might get a new couch or need to throw out some kind of large piece of furniture and your set out dates aren't for a couple months. If you don't have the ability to take it to the Waste Reduction Center on Meriwether, you would have to just wait. Often people have things like that on their porch or maybe they even set it out too early. So in this system, you'll be able to make that appointment as that waste is generated. By improving this system, we're hoping to improve cleanliness overall in a neighborhood. I think people have more pride in their neighborhood and in their community when it's cleaner. Large item pickup by appointment was piloted in a small portion of our service area and that started about four years ago. We had great response from the neighbors that, uh, that have this system and they've continued on the appointment system and we did see improvement in cleanliness. We saw the number of set out violation complaints and illegal dumping complaints go down. So we believe it's going to be a great system for the entire Urban Services District. You can use the Metro 311 app or you can go to louisvilleky.gov pickup to make your appointment online. HIV transmission is on the rise. That's pretty huge, pretty scary. Overdoses and overdose deaths have increased as well. It's one of our more needy zip codes. 5% of our population base live in Shelby Park neighborhood. And we looked at that before we came here. Two of the key factors on why we are looking to expand and grow uh, and have moved to this location. Welcome the new harm reduction support services hub in Shelby Park. I love the work that we do here. We have clients from all parts of Kentucky and Indiana. They really need someone who is non-judgmental. Right now we're seeing between 1,500 to 3,000 um, unique participants a month. The need for counseling and, and for ancillary services has greatly grown and the space we were in was just not conducive to the workload capacity that, that we were needing to meet. The needs are far outside of the box anything we've ever perceived, so our solutions have to be on par with that as well. It's different. I really like it. The space is huge. We have 3,400 contiguous square feet. We can operate our services. This is a short 30. It's a little bit bigger gauge. Staple syringe exchange services and, and harm reduction services. We're giving them safe use supplies so that they're not getting infections, so they're not spreading disease. It's just safer for the community as a whole. Expand to counseling services in the back. One in five people that go to syringe exchange services get into treatment, and we would love to be a part of that. 
Um, even if the treatment is just coming and seeing us and, you know, reducing harm more by coming to counseling, by using safer, you know, maybe using less. We have private rooms for HIV and Hep C testing, and we have a private boardroom space that's going to be converted into a lab and physician's room for lab work, wound care, and HIV and Hep C treatment that our partners will be operating in. We're just here to help them to get, you know, in a better place than where they are. We get to know them, and that's why they come in once a week, once every 10 days. And I said, your head looks swollen. And she said, well, I've got a headache, but I don't know how that. I said, would you do me a favor? Can, can I touch it? And it felt hot like an abscess. So I said, would you please get to the ER for me today? And she promised. Didn't see her for two weeks. She comes in, grabs me. Her head was shaved. She went into surgery, and they went four inches down to get the abscess. And the doctor said, why did Tim Finley in a high. What's up, bro? You good? Hey, man. I told Shakelin I'd give Elder Turd some money.
Metro TV will be starting in 30 seconds. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Kevin Kramer. This is the uh, budget committee meeting. This is March 23rd. It is 4.34. Um, we're going to go ahead and get going. Um, Councilman Blackwell has an excused absence. Councilwoman Parker has an excused absence. As I said, I'm Councilman Kevin Kramer. I'm joined in chambers by Councilman Arthur, uh, Councilwoman McCraney, uh, Councilman uh, Ben Reno-Weber, Councilman Owen, Councilman Mulvihill is joining us online. Councilman Fowler is in the room. Councilman P. Argentini is in the room. Councilman Hudson is in the room. We are joined also by Councilman Baker and Councilman Shanklin and Councilwoman Chapel. Um, colleagues, did I miss anyone? I did. I, I said we are joined by Councilman Arthur, who's on the committee. Okay. Um, so and we have several items before us today, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Madam Clerk, if you would... Um, Read in the, the disclaimer. This meeting is being conducted pursuant to KRS 61.826 and Council Rule 5A. Go ahead and pull. Thank you. Um, the first item is an ordinance. It's Ordinance 4049-23. It is an ordinance appropriating $50,000 from District 2 Neighborhood Development Funds through the Office of Management and Budget to ElderServe, Inc. for home repairs, meals, and social and recreational activities for senior citizens in District 2. Can I get a motion? Motion. Second. It's properly before us. Is there someone here from District 2 to speak to this? Please introduce yourself for the record. Yes, thank you. I'm Caleb Howard, uh, legislative assistant from District 2. Uh, this money uh, Dr. Shanklin wanted to put into ElderServe, which has recently started their activities again, to benefit our seniors in District 2 for meals, any kind of... Uh, like home repairs, emergency home repairs they might need. We get a lot of calls from seniors who can't necessarily do that kind of work, and uh, this money is to go, uh, to go to that. And I also have Reverend Tim Finley here uh, from ElderServe, the director, and he'd like to give a few comments as well. Reverend Finley, again, if you'll just introduce yourself. Tim Finley, CEO of ElderServe. Um, this, this money is very, very crucial, vital to what we're doing. Um, it's not... Uh, with ElderServe, we all know that they shut down last April. And in shutting down, it created a really a tsunami of issues. Now that we're back open, uh, the senior center, all the activities have started back up. We're now seeing an outpouring of need from seniors who are calling us, not just from District 2, but I would say what we're fielding every day is probably seniors from all of your districts. We've got people from J-Town to Fern Creek um, to Russell to wherever else, um, and we want to make sure that we're positioned to help our seniors because up to this point, there hasn't really been a lot of help. So as you heard, um, I'm I was born and raised in Newburgh, so I'm going to always uh, sort of gravitate to the Newburgh District 2, uh, uh, Councilwoman Shanklin, uh, but it's not just District 2. We want to be positioned to help everybody. Uh, so I, I hope in considering uh, to fund and to, to put into this NDF, 
uh, that you realize that the vision here, you know, whether it is cleanup after storms, whether it is minor uh, repairs, whether it is activities, whatever we can do, we want to position. The difference now um, with ElderServe versus when we shut down, we focused our, uh, our vision. We focused our reach. So instead of doing 10 different things, we're focusing on the senior center. We're focusing in on what's coming, the adult day, which we just had the press, uh, press conference with the governor and the mayor and all that good stuff. Uh, but we want to make sure that we're positioned um, to be responsible with the monies that we have coming in. So that's, that's the long and short of it. So I know that whatever we requested, I'm, I'm sure that's just a drop in the bucket for, uh, you know, really what needs to happen. So. Am I supposed to stay up here? Yeah, we're good. Okay. If you, if you don't mind, stay close to our questions. Gotcha. Uh, Councilman Arthur. Thank you so much. And I'm excited to give to ElderServe, but could we just have clarification because it says District 2, and we just talked about potentially having a different ordinance sponsored by West End Council members to support ElderServe. Could you just clarify that for us? No, that is true. Uh, the ask on this was 150000 when we first started. We thought that maybe other council people would add on to this and it would be multiple council districts. However, right now, the language in this particular NDF is for only District 2. So if you'd like to give us money, that's awesome. But otherwise, it will be uh, your own NDF. Uh, and you can pretty much copy what I have, just tailor it towards your own district and put in another NDF. Might I ask, Councilwoman, would Councilwoman, would you object to changing the language so that it doesn't exclusively go to District 2 so we can tag on to this particular appropriation? I, I don't really object, but I just want to make sure my district gets to $50,000. They're $50,000, because I know some of these no, council people might put in $1,000, and I ain't going for that. <laughs> well, and, and there was some back and forth. I'm not sure if Jefferson County's attorney office or, or Ms. LaTanya might have some commentary on that. Hello, my name is LaTanya Bell. I'm the Council of Financial Analysts. The way the actual NDF application is written up, and there's a, a current one that needs to be uh, uploaded, and Sonia's going to take care of that shortly. Uh, but the way the application itself is written, any other district can give, but you're going to give for multiple things inside of that um, NDF application. But the specific portion of the 50,000 is only to be used for District 20, excuse me, for District 2, and they spelled out specifically out of the multiple things that the funds will be used for, only the specific pieces that they want District uh, 2 funds to be used for. So other people can add to it, just realize, let me see if I can pull that up real quick here. There's other things included um, that your funds can be, will be used for, like activities, services, workshops, programs, salaries for two part-time employees, uh, van maintenance, gas, and uh, vehicle maintenance, and also property main, uh, maintenance. So there's m several things that the funds are needed for, the 150000 but District 2 elected to only have specific items um, funded with their funds. So you can give to this particular uh, NDF request if you want to. Did that offer clarification? So I can give some money and it'll come to a different district? It will go to van maintenance, or it will go to the part-time salaries, employee, part-time employee salaries, or it will go to other operations that they have listed here that may not be in District 2. Yeah, so the van maintenance, the salaries, we have three vehicles. In order for us to get into your districts, pick up those seniors and get them to the senior center, that's why that's in there. So that 
is why that language is there to offer transportation to our beautiful senior center. And the senior center program and supplies, again, that wouldn't be limited to District 2 either. <clears throat> yeah, the senior center, uh, for those who, who don't know, it's the 28th and Magazine. Um, and we are in the process of renovating one side of the property uh, to prepare for the adult day health center. The senior center is up and running now, and we're seeing, on average, uh, any given day, somewhere between 60 and 70 seniors already. We expected on the first day, 15, and we had 60 the first day, 10 before we actually opened the doors. So, uh, and they came from everywhere. And your Oak and Acorn property maintenance, can you speak to that just a little bit? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the property is good condition, but it's an older building. Um, so we've had to replace everything from HVAC to plumbing, all those good things. So uh, in, in an effort to keep that building up to date, uh, we will need to have ongoing you know, maintenance of the building uh, with that many people coming in. So. And what district is, does Oak and Acorn, what, what district is that intersection? I apologize, I should know, but. Yeah, that's District uh, 5. Or is it four, three? Well, in, you know what we've been saying, West End. In fairness to the Reverend, about, yeah, just in fairness to the Reverend, we redistricted, so <laughs> it's a, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. So my point in saying that, I guess the reason for my pointing that out is, the ordinance says um, maintenance of property at Oak and Acorn, and that clearly is not in District Two. Our I just wanted to verify uh, it's clearly not in District Two. Councilwoman Donna Purvis is our council person, so. So again, um, just know the the way this is written that money would be used for any one of these different things. Councilwoman Shanklin's money would only be used specifically for District 2 residents. So, yes, anyone else who wants to join in is certainly free to do so. Councilwoman McCraney. Yes, in the spirit of cooperation for the community, District 7 would like to put $2,000 for the property maintenance. Councilman Mulvihill. District 10 would add $1,000. Councilman McCraney. I mean, I'm sorry, Councilman Arthur. District 4, 2000 and we might do more after we talk with our other West End colleagues. Thank you. Anyone else? Councilman Baker. Um, District 6 would act, like to add $2,000, and then I'll be getting with you, Councilman Arthur, as well. Councilman Piagentini. District 19 will add $1,000, please. Any others? Would someone do me the favor of uh, putting that in the form of a motion? Motion, second. Okay. We have the amendment before us. I'm sure someone quickly did the math. Okay, so we just added an additional 8,000, which is still well well below their original ask. Um, any others? Okay, can we vote on the amendment? It's a voice vote. Aye. All those in favor say aye. Sorry about that. Aye, okay, any no's? All right, the amendment passes. We have the ordinance before us. Any final questions or comments about the ordinance? Councilman Arthur. I just wanted to say for the record, I don't wanna see Reverend Finley and P. Argentini arguing on Twitter after this. No, I'm actually uh, going to Twitter right now, so. <laughs> okay, this is an ordinance calling for a roll call vote. Madam Clerk, if you please open the voting. Committee member Mulvihill. 
Yes. Mr. Vice Chair, you have eight yes votes and one second. Um, Mr. Vice Chair, you have eight yes votes and one present vote. Okay. Um, having, having, having been amended, this will go to the old business. Thank you, colleagues. Item number two. Item number two is a CIF. It's 032322, um, PW06. This is appropriating $188 from District 6 Capital Infrastructure Funds to Public Works to fabricate, to fabricate and install an honorary street sign in honor of Anna Woolridge, Wool, yeah, Woolridge at the corner of South Clay Street and Camp Street. Do I have a motion? Second. Okay, good. It's properly before us. Is there anyone from uh, District 6 here to speak to this? Councilman Baker. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Chair. Again, I just as encouraging colleagues, we've, uh, an outstanding life, outstanding legacy, just approve this, um, or encourage you guys to approve this to pass the budget. But that's it. Any questions or concerns? Seeing none, this is an item that calls for a voice vote. All those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it. Um, it's a, it is a CF, so it doesn't go further. Um, item number three is NDF 032323MP. 06. This is appropriating $1,200 from District 6 Neighbor Development Funds through Metro Parks to I Would Rather Be Reading for the Read to Lead Family Fun Night at Parkville Community Center on March 22nd of 2023. Is there anyone, um, could I get a motion? Good. Is there anyone here to speak to this? Councilman Baker. Thank you again, Mr. Chair. Um, just this is more about the organization, just saying it's an outstanding organization that was already had its roots even before I became councilman. And uh, they are extending programs, their headquarters in District 6. And so just last night, we had a family fun event uh, where they were engaging children. And anybody who knows me, my passion is uh, our seniors and our youth. So uh, I strongly encourage my colleagues uh, to approve this motion. And uh, that is all I have to say. Thank you. Great. Questions? Anyone like to say? All right, it's, a, it's an NDF for 1,200, so um, it calls for a voice vote. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Okay, it's an NDF under $5,000. Item number four is an ordinance. It's 05023. This is an ordinance appropriating $21,000 from neighborhood development funds in the following manner. $1,875 from District 15, $1,500 each from Districts 2, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 14, 17, 19, and 26. $750 from districts 20, 22, 23, and 24, and $375 each from districts 13, 21, and 25 through the Office of Management and Budget to Kentucky Shakespeare, Inc. for performances of Kentucky Shakespeare's Hamlet in Parks in Louisville Metro. Need a motion? Okay, it's properly before us. Is there anyone here to speak to this? Uh, yes, uh, Kip Etherly with uh, Metro Council President Marcus Winkler's office. Uh, this is the 10th year, I believe, for Shakespeare in the Park. Uh, they've been, I think, to many council districts over those years. Um, this year, it's a 90-minute production of Hamlet, uh, and so these funds will go to um, support uh, those performances in the next couple of months. Great. And, um, and I don't, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know uh, if now's the right time, but we have heard from District 6. Um, would like to add on for two performances. 
um, Shelby Park and South Central Park. I don't know if we can do that um, here if somebody wants to make that. Yeah, we could if he hadn't just left. I, well, I, I don't want to. We, 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 we have them read the letter from Judge Cole. Okay. We'll put it on, and as long as Councilman Baker doesn't say we made a mistake, <laughs> okay. then it'll be fine. As I say, especially with an amendment. So, okay. So, would somebody make an amendment to spend Councilman Baker's money? Good. Okay. What was the amount that you said? Uh, three thousand. Okay. Two, so two separate shows. I say, Councilman Baker's going to add three thousand. Anyone else? Councilman Arthur. I had correspondence with Matt, but for some reason we got left off. Okay. So fifteen hundred from District Four. Forty-five hundred. Anybody else? Could someone make that in the form of a motion? Motion. Second. Great. It's properly before us. All those in favor of amending by forty-five hundred, signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Okay. We have the ordinance before us. Any other questions about the ordinance? All right. The ordinance calls for a roll call vote. Madam Clerk, if you please open the voting. Committee Member Mulvihill. Yes. Okay, great. Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. Madam Clerk. Mr. Vice you have eight yes votes and one present vote. Okay. Um, being as this is amended, it will be going to old business. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. What happened? Oh. I'm sorry. Are you? May I speak to you? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't mean to overlook you. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you so much. I just wanted to mention that uh, District 7 supports the Shakespeare in the Park every year that I have been uh, the council person. And I want to invite the public to our production, which will be at the Windy Hills Green on, at 4350 Brownsboro Road on the day of Shakespeare's birthday, April the 23rd. Thank you. No one in the room is jealous. We just want to know how you do that. Like, how, how does it happen that it just coincidentally is in your district on his birthday? We did it last year, too. Oh, man. Just and the way. Well, yeah, it's, that's why it's not in. in <laughs> I was going to say. So, well done. Thank you. And the rest of the council districts who um, are having this in your parks, please, when it, and I'm, and I'm sure you will, but. Um, make sure this shows up in your news newsletters. The public very much appreciates you doing this. Okay, item number five. This is a CIF 032323 PW07. This is appropriating $5,500 from District 7 Capital Infrastructure Fund to public works for the sidewalk repair at 1815 The Meadow Road. Can I get a motion, please? properly before us. Is there anyone here from District 7 to speak to this? Councilwoman? Yes, Frank. it's self-explanatory. We want to f repair this sidewalk at Meadow Road at 1815, and I ask for your support. Thank you. Any questions or concerns? Seeing none, this calls for a voice vote. All those in, in favor, signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Yes. Yes, have it. This is the CIF, and we'll move forward. Um, item number six is NDF 032323Z00 um, 10. This is appropriating $2,500 from District 10 Neighbor Development Funds to the Louisville Zoo to sponsor the Grizzly Bear Lantern at the Louisville Zoo Wild Lights Lantern Festival. Can I get a motion? It's properly before us. Um, this comes from District 10. Councilman Mulvihill. Yeah, this is an event that the zoo's holding uh, 
from March 18th to June 5th. And I encourage uh, the zoo is in the heart of District 10. It's been since I think the inception of this Metro Council back in 2003. I'm fortunate enough to, to call them my neighbor and I, you know, uh, wholeheartedly support this effort. And I hope everybody will take their families and go out and enjoy a good time at the zoo and enjoy the lights. Thank you. Thank you, um, Councilman Mulvihill. What was their original ask? Was it 2,500? Yes, it's okay. a sponsor of one uh, light, I believe. Great, okay, thank you. Um, any other questions? Seeing none, this is an NDF that calls for a voice vote. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, the ayes have it. It's an NDF, less than 5,000 moves forward. Um, Madam Clerk, if you cause the record to reflect, we're joined by Councilman Blackwell. Um, and if it's the if it's the pleasure of the chair, I'll continue. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, item number seven is an ordinance. It's 04823. This is an ordinance appropriating $9,500 from the District Neighborhood Development Funds in the following manner. $5,000 from District 12, $3,000 from District 14, $1,000 from District 24, and $500 from District 9 to Metro Parks for costs associated with the 10th Annual Riverview Independence Festival. Can I get a motion? Motion. Second. Great, it's properly before us. Would one of the sponsors like to speak to this? I'm not sure if Heather's speaking to it or if I'm speaking to it. Uh, Whatever you prefer. <clears throat> yeah, uh, well, I can. It's so Riverview uh, Festival, uh, is, as I mentioned there, the t 10th annual, it's uh, um, <clears throat> always on the Saturday before the 4th of July, which is uh, an opportunity for uh, uh, another celebration of our it's um, it's become uh, kind of other than the COVID years it's Can't hear you, Rick. You keep so, cutting out. Rick, you're cutting in and out. So, colleagues, um, is it okay with you if I want me to, do ask you want me to fill in? Ms. Blazes to step in? Ms. Blazes, if you'll introduce yourself. Sorry, Councilman. I will. Heather Blazes, Legislative Assistant for Councilman Rick Blackwell, District 12. Um, as Councilman Blackwell was saying, this is our 10th year for this festival. It's uh, the only one of its kind in the Southwest Louisville. We start, uh, it's always the Saturday before 4th of July. This year, it's on July 1st. Um, we'll have live music starting at five o'clock. We have uh, three bands. We have Accorde, which is a Latin group, and Cheryl Rouse, who's coming back from last year. She's wonderful R&B, um, soul music, fabulous. Headliners to be determined. We've got a few that we're choosing from. And then live uh, fireworks show from a barge on the fire or on the river um, at 10 o'clock that night. It is a free event. We have people from all over the city as well as surrounding counties come that join us for this and we are so thankful to the districts that have already uh, added on to sponsor with us and we would love to have the rest of you join in as well. Thank you, Councilman Mulvihill. I mean, yeah, Councilman Mulvihill. Uh, District 10, $1,000, please. Great, thank you. Anyone else? Seeing none, can I get that in the form of a motion? Okay, amended by $1,000. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. Any opposed? All right, this is an ordinance calling for, I'm sorry, it's a, um, where are we? It is an ordinance, yes. It's an ordinance calling for a roll call vote. Madam Clerk, if you open the voting. 
Chair Blackwell. Yes. Council member, committee member Mulvihill. Yes. Mr. Vice Chair, you have nine yes votes and one present vote. Thank you. Again, this item will go to old business because it's been amended. Item number eight is uh, CIF. It's a, I'm sorry. It's an NDF. Um, it is 032323RFMLM. It is appropriating $2,500 from neighborhood development funds in the following manner. $1,250 each from districts 12 and 14 through the Office of Management and Budget to Riverside, the Farnsley Mormon Landing, Inc. for the annual Riverside Mayor's Derby Brunch, Derby Brunch on the river. Do we get a motion? Second. Okay, it's properly before us. Can anyone here to speak to this one? Me. Councilwoman Fowler. Yeah, this is the, uh, the Mayor's Derby Brunch on the river down at Farnsley Mormon House and um, uh, Councilman Blackwell and I are sharing a table. Okay, good. Thank you. Any questions? Seeing none, this is an NDF that requires a voice vote. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. Any opposed? Aye. The ayes have it. It's an NDF. It moves forward. Item number nine is CIF 032323PW18. This is appropriating $10,000 from District 18 Capital Infrastructure Funds to Public Works for a sidewalk extension at the corner of Moser Road and Florian Road. Okay, it's properly before us. Um, my notes indicate that Councilwoman, I mean, sorry. Um, I, I'll stick with what I started with. My notes indicate that Councilwoman Parker has requested that Beth Stenberg speak to this. Beth Stenberg with the Metro Council. Um, this is a $10,000 CIF request for District 18. It's a sidewalk extension to take it all the way um, up the road to Moser Road and um, have that intersection be ADA compliant and then um, Public Works after that will do a crosswalk. Um, so we have identified that they have fee in lieu of sidewalk funds in District 18 for the tune of $4,970.60. So we'd like someone to offer an amendment to reduce the CIF amount down to $5,029.40. Motion. Second. Thank you. Um, any questions about the amendment? Seeing none, the amendment calls for a voice vote. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Any opposed? Aye. The amendment carries. The, the item now is before us. Are there any questions about the item itself? Again, calls for a voice vote. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Okay, it's a CF and it moves forward. Thank you. Um, item number 10 uh, will remain uh, tabled for the moment. Um, item number 10 addresses the potential for ARP funds that may have been approved but weren't used. Um, and it, it identifies priorities. The mayor's office has, has continued to be in communication with us. We, we don't have a sense yet of exactly how much money that is. Um, they are very, it seems to me in our conversations that they understand we have some ideas about where that money would go, should that money uh, come available. And so we're gonna hold this here and make sure that those conversations continue. So um, unless there are questions, we will be adjourned. Up, oh, Councilwoman McCraney before we adjourn. Okay, we're adjourned. Encouraging folks to put the phone down, wear their seatbelt, and slow down and give those uh, that safe reaction distance. So again, you have an out. You have the ability to stop. You have the ability to avoid these crashes.
Wiffle ball and pickleball leagues are back at Baird Urban Sports Park. Super excited to get a spring league going back in this space. Due to high demand of pickleball, we have doubled the number of courts that we have. You can register teams or as an individual at louisvilledowntown.org slash urbansportspark. Starts in the middle of March, so sign up if that's something you want to be able to do in our downtown. Metro Public Works is responsible for about 4,500 lane miles. It's a considerable cost to keep that in good and fair condition. So what we look at are alternatives to extend the life of that road. It is a relatively new technology. It's an asphalt-based material that provides that UV protection. It, re it reflects heat back into the atmosphere and then it can uh, seal the pavement and prevent water from infiltrating and causing it to degrade. Louisville was identified as one of the most rapidly warming cities in the U.S. So when the cities are hotter, it has more stress and creates bad health outcomes. Up to 30% include paved surfaces, so streets, sidewalks, parking lots. So pavements are truly an area where progress can be made to help manage the urban heat island effect. And 